Hey, what's up? Welcome to a not-so-new episode of Movie Schmovie. This is a new thing that we're going to start doing, and we're going to call this Schmovie Replay. And uh, instead of taking weeks off or long breaks in our release schedule, uh, we thought it might be fun to kind of go into our archives, our, our 350, 75, 388-plus episodes uh, of, of podcasting that we've done over the last so many years. And, uh, you know, kind of bring some of them to the top of your feed. Maybe you missed it. Maybe you were late to the game. Maybe you never went back into the archive like we've always recommended you do. Don't worry. We're not upset. This is just us trying to help you along. We're not um, mad. But we're yeah. disappointed. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, we're not mad. Exactly. I'm just a little disappointed. I'm going to take it out um, on you. But yeah, we did We did an episode um, for the first one that we're going to do for this. We did an episode in June of 2018. So this is, you know, five years ago, um, over five years ago, where... I think it was John kind of like brought this idea where we were going to do this thing called Schmovie Studios, the, the, the Schmovie Studios movie game. That's what we're going to play for you guys in a moment. But basically, we got together. We kind of, you know, uh, incorporated LLC. We did something official to kind of bond us together yeah. as a movie studio. We, we had this an idea that we could do it better than, than many of the ones out there in the game right now. So um, we got this game together where we kind of just went through these different collaborators that were picked at random. And then we kind of went back and forth pitching ideas uh, that involved certain uh, movie titles, IP, actors, actress, whatever the, whatever the variable was. Um, and it was, it just, you know, we were talking about episodes to use. This was a really fun one. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, probably something that we'll probably do again in the future. So anything yeah. you guys want to say before we kind of dump this into the replay I, here i kind of dislike the modesty that you're putting on this what we had to okay. do to get this episode we couldn't just go back to a previous file we had to get into a delorean go back to the time of 2000 yeah uh the the 217th episode without interrupting the past steal the audio get back in the delorean <laughs> come back to the present that's what we had to do I wasn't trying to make him feel too bad. Okay. I mean, well, I, I kind of was a little on him at the top. You got you you to stop you being so really, modest, okay. man. Well, I mean, Ronald never lies. So what he said <laughs> actually happened. Um, and I don't know that, 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 that should make you feel bad for not seeing it five, or listening five years ago, but you're here now. We're not here. Right. Or, or, or are we, mm. I mean, I don't know. Some version of us from the past and the present is here now, now to, Ronald, to greet you. I is is when you do the delorean thing is time still a flat circle or is that does it change into something else time is actually a noodle okay <laughs> that's time right is a noodle. We, we learned that recently we learned that recently. Yeah. we recently yeah. learned yeah. about yeah. time travel being a noodle rather than this this one continuous line so. oh man speaking of noodles ramen mm. now if, oh, I love it, it. <laughs> I, I, am i correct that this is the this is the origin of thrice bigelow is is i didn't want to spoil it but that's what that that you guys are in for a treat i just want to let people know you're about to i think that's what we call it. I, th I think you're about to find out about thrice bigelow <laughs> unless that's not what we called it. <laughs> i i'm not going to spoil it but um i think i think you guys should go back and listen to it you know ronald and john even yeah. just yeah okay. I, I remember the pitch for that yeah it's an all-timer <laughs> and you guys are in for a treat but yeah, enjoy episode. This is, you know, again, five years ago. Enjoy this episode, episode 217, the Schmovie Studios movie game. And uh, we'll see you guys next week with a new episode. Enjoy. Bye.
Mics are live, guys. And since you guys don't really know what we're about to do exactly, and I've got, you can see I have a four ramekin system here. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but this episode of Movie Schmovie, which uh, is episode 217. That's what it is. Yeah. Uh, is, is kind of a new format. We haven't tried this before. This is based on a suggestion from this guy right here named... Ron. And he suggested it in a Facebook group between me and him and... Steve. This, and I'm John. And that was graceful as hell, wasn't it? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, felt like that, like what is it, the ten thousand dollar pyramid or whatever that shit's yeah. called. <laughs> like he's uh, and I'm uh, and you're. <laughs> Way to lead us. But yes, yeah, Ronald suggested this idea for a game where we would be forced to come up with movie ideas based on a director and an actor and what kind of work might they do together. Mm-hmm. And then Ronald and I kicked that idea back and forth about what what would be the structure of the actual game. And then for the purposes of trying it out on an episode, I came up with a very low tech version cool. of this game. Now I am calling this game. We might change it later, but. I think for this version of the game, we're calling it the Schmovie Studios movie game. I like that. Schmovie Studios movie game. Schmovie Studios. Schmovie Studios movie game. Yes. Yes. And the premise of this game is that we are the heads of So of Steve Shmoovie is mouthing us. Yeah. He's, like, he's like, how does this I, I rhythm, he, how's yeah. the rhythm of this? Or the movie Schmovie Studios game. Schmovie yeah. Studios movie game. SM, yeah. SSMG. Yes. The Schmovie Studios Sega. movie game. Sega. Okay. Um, and the premise of it is we are the three heads mm-hmm. of Schmovie Studios. Yeah. As we should be. And we are yes. right now working on our slate. Mm-hmm. And we're meeting right now. Mm-hmm. And we're mm-hmm. each going to be given a project. Okay. And then we will oh, reconvene goodness. and pitch our projects to each other. Mm-hmm. Where's the coffee station? <laughs> and then and where's will, my assistant? We will also find out what the fate of our project is in terms of how it goes forward from production to being released and everything else. So there's going to be a oh, little geez. bit of ingenuity involved how in this. We don't, how are we knowing that, John? Are we actually That's making hard. these movies? There's a fourth ramekin. Oh, <laughs> like there's there's the ramekin of destiny that has scraps of paper in it each of each of which describes the fate of a film yeah. oh wow there's yeah. the uh there's the ramekin of options and this is sort of a little extra thing not just a director and an actor mm. but an extra requirement that is laid oh, onto crap. your project that might inspire you a variable you, if you will okay. but it okay. might also put you into a corner but you know this is what happens when you're running a studio you gotta right. take chances yeah. yeah and then there is an actor and a director's pile okay so i don't know steve do you think your project is one where an actor is looking for a director to start a project? Or do you think this is one where you're working with a director and you're looking for oh, an geez. actor? So who do you want first? Um, I'm going to go with a director first. All I'm right. looking for more of an auteur, and uh, I'll fill in the blanks after the fact. Reach in there, pull out a scrap of paper. Who oh. is your auteur? Motherfucker. Miranda July. <laughs> oh, my God. That's a weird one. Wow. And, and no offense to her. She's incredible. She's an incredible director. But that is a... Wow. I will be working with Mr. Spike Lee. There you go. <laughs> there you go. All right. Hot off of his cans win. Yeah. All right. Mine is <laughs> Sophia Coppola. It's <laughs> an interesting one. You good with Miranda July? Sure. I kind of like those one. All right, so... I've seen one of her movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you saw one of her movies, you know enough about her, I think, to know what she represents in right. terms of this ranking. She's sure. A, she's sort of a quirky, out there Absolutely. indie director. Right. All right, so now we're going to find out which actors we're working with. Steve, would you like to find out who did Miranda July team up with? Who did she bring in? Who was attracted? If it's not Vin Diesel, I'd be pissed. (laughs) Sterling K. Brown. Oh, Oh. my God. That's a really cool one. Interesting. Interesting. Damn. I'm going to be working with Spike Lee and Rob Schneider. (laughs) (laughs) That's a winning team right there. (laughs) All right. 
So Sophia Coppola. They're gonna get along. Oh my God, Owen Wilson. That's so perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Sophia Coppola, Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson. Okay. All right. So I've got Spike Lee and Rob Schneider. (laughs) All right. So now here is the. This is the extra requirement. This is something that's gonna make it maybe a little bit more difficult. But you know, maybe there's market research the studio's been looking at, and we know that this is this is something we want on our slate. Okay. So Steve, would you like to draw your yeah your complicating factor? Gross out comedy. Okay. <laughs> so, gross out comedy directed mm. by Miranda July, starring Ooh. Sterling K. Brown. I will be working with Spike Lee and Rob Schneider on a film that has boundary pushing sexual content. <laughs> Basically, Deuce Bigelow three. Yes. Right. <laughs> All right. It's taking me a while to grab this. Okay. All right. So, Sophia Coppola, Owen Wilson. Gender flip remake of a classic film. <laughs> so in that case, I guess that means you need to think of a classic film that stars a female lead and then gender flip it for Mr. Wilson. For Owen Wilson. Okay. So here's the part where we break guys and we, we think about what we want this project to be and we could take, I guess, as much time as we need to to think of a, a pitch. Okay. Oh boy. Boundary pushing sexual content. I got mine. So Sofia Coppola, Owen Wilson, gender flipped remake of a classic film. So I think that we're going back to the early 2000s, a cult classic known as Mean Girls, mm-hmm. except Mean Boys. Oh. Tina Fey's character will be played by Owen Wilson, Mr. Norberry. And it'll follow a group of teen men who it, it, it'll really expose some of the sensitivities that men have mm-hmm. that are seldom talked about, some of the insecurities that we have about body image, dating, in a modern setting. So social media, very heavy in social media, things like that. Sophia Coppola is perfect for this mm-hmm. because she does quirky shit. Yeah. So that's that's my idea. I like the idea. Mean boys. Mean boys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now... Boundary pushing sexual content can mean a lot of things. But in this case, I think Spike Lee is the type of director who might take on something at this point in his career that's a little bit off off the beaten path, maybe has a little bit of magical realism in it. In this film, Rob Schneider plays a guy who wishes to have a bigger... Oh, shit. And one day he wakes up and, and he discovers that he can himself in the with his own... Oh, man. And he basically stops going out after that stops going into work his his girlfriend doesn't see him anymore his friends don't see him anymore and his life falls apart over this kind of sex addiction that's based on making love to himself all the time and the name of the film is he's got to stop it i love he's got to stop it i love that wow man that just fucked me up even more (laughs) I really think this is what Rob Schneider's career needs, though. Yeah. He's got to stop it. I'd watch that. Amazon or or Netflix? (laughs) 
Well, we don't know yet, actually. Oh, we'll see what the fates of these films okay, end yeah, up being. Yeah. I need some help, man. I, I'm not. I'm not. Fe- it... I'm not feeling this pairing. Or oh, this, what's the this trio? It's Sterling K. Brown working with Miranda I think, July. I think the problem is Miranda July. Yeah. I'm having trouble. Okay. Well, let's say she's done all these going... quirky indie things and she's ready to do something a little bit more different. mainstream. A little bit more mainstream. Mainstream. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. Sterling can pretty much do anything. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got the Predator coming out soon. Oh man! Um, What's a gross thing that could be in a gross-out comedy that hasn't been uh, that's you know that's untapped as yet? I've got a guy f-ing himself with his own. We could have two of those. I don't know if any studios ever had two of those. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It, it's it might flood the marketplace. Is <laughs> <laughs> um, the marketplace what you call Rob Schneider's butthole? Yeah, yeah. You don't want to flood that. <laughs> Only so much space. Uh, when you said Rob Schneider, I I went to Deuce Bigelow. Oh. And when I thought gross-out comedy, I thought, why isn't there a movie about Deuce's pimp, TJ, played by Eddie Griffin. But maybe recast. Or maybe Sterling is his new... Gigolo, I like Ooh. that. Um, I don't know though. I mean, what what's Miranda bringing to this? I mean, <laughs> I think she's bringing that that like she, you know what she's bringing? Probably John Hawks. Probably somebody like he's that. coming it's, to the yeah, film with her. Okay. The film. Maybe this is one of these things where we're going to have to replace her with Tony Gilroy at some point <laughs> because it's just going to be halfway such through. a misfire. I don't know, man. I, I'm I'm going in this direction. I'm not sure of a title. Mm-hmm. Um, John Hawks has a place, obviously. He, yeah. Him and Sterling K work together. He doesn't mm. know Sterling K is a gigolo. Yeah. TJ keeps showing up at work, you know, dropping pieces of a sandwich all over the place yeah. inappropriately. Um, but uh, what can I call it? Maybe Sterling K. Brown's character is named Thrice Bigelow. <laughs> <laughs> Thrice? Yeah. Thrice. Okay. We can workshop that. Thrice Bigelow. Thrice Bigelow. Male Gigolo. Male Gigolo. Mm, maybe. I don't know. I'm yeah. having trouble with this, man. That's a hard one. Thrice Bigelow, the new Gigolo. Oh. It's really ironic that we have a Deuce Bigelow spinoff. And a Rob Schneider movie on our slate at the same time, and they're yeah. not related. Why don't we go ahead and find out what the fates of these movies? Yeah, are yeah, be. definitely. <laughs> the Ramekin of Destiny. Oh my is yours, God, Steve. man! It's a hard one, man. You had a hard one. Is that one or two? Is that one? That's one. Okay, they're folded twice. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for the workshop help. Yeah. No problem. This is the highest-grossing film ever made. Holy shit! Even adjusted for inflation. Also, it is vehemently detested by its own fan base. <laughs> <laughs> That's how, that makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. So people sense. that were like real true mm-hmm. Deuce fans <laughs> yeah. did not like Thrice. the introduction of Thrice. <laughs> but Thrice Bigelow is officially the highest grossing film of all time. Of all time. Yes. All right. Well. They, they never knew they'd always need it thrice. Thrice. I'd watch that movie. Well, if you think about that, this is realistic because This is. is Us was a huge launch pad for yeah. Sterling. And that and crossover right potential, price. huge. Well, it's, I'm going to find out what happened to uh, He's Got to Stop It. <laughs> I love that name. This film, mysteriously shelved for five years after a splashy festival run, is still in limbo. Damn. Damn. You know what it was? It was thrice. Yeah. Thrice getting in the way of that. On the schedule, we, we bit our own tail. All right. So, the fate of Mean Boys... All right, so the production company's held up in a legal morass. 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 Big fucking words. The string of the onset murders. This film is never released. 
So there are murders involved with this production? There was a string of on-set murders on the set of, uh, what was it called again? (laughs) Mean Mean Boys. Boys. Mean Boys. So I guess the boys were really mean. But I don't know who got killed. Yeah, You know what you did, Ronald? When you were casting the Mean Boys, you accidentally hired some actually mean boys. Yeah, that killed the shit out of each other. A string of murders. I gotta say, this was not a great season for us. However, (laughs) he's really pulling his weight. Yeah. The highest grossing film of all time. I think Schmoovie Studios. Even adjusted for inflation. Even yeah. adjusted for inflation. But you know, it was to team effort. So you guys, yeah. you, you were That's all true. part of it. So the studio is still running. We're so good. Yeah. Okay. Thanks to Thrice. We can never forget. It's our banner film. <laughs> you know the way when um, so when New Line great. went on to make Lord of the Rings, people mentioned this is the house that Freddy Krueger built. Yep. Mm. This is the house that Thrice Bigelow Whatever built. Whatever Oscars we see in our <laughs> yeah. future. First of all, all I'd come like, back to thrice. Like to thank thrice, <laughs> the real gigolo. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to say maybe this time we're going to start with some actors. Yeah, exactly. so we're starting with some directors. Cool. So, Steve, let's see who you'll be working with. A lot of these actors come to us after the success of Thrice Bigelow, as Steve Buscemi would. Ah, ah Steve Buscemi, that's, that's a good, good one. one. All right. Now, who am I going to be working with? I'm going to be working with someone I've admired for a long time. Oh, Lu- Lupita Nyong'o. Okay. No complaints. All right. <laughs> David Allen Greer. <laughs> All right. For a movie. Okay. Yeah. Now look at the talent we bring in and we, we want to develop a movie. Steve Buscemi, Lupita. All right. And David Allen Greer. David Allen Greer. Well, which uh, director is going to be attracted to this mysterious, unnamed Steve Buscemi project that's just been announced at Schmovie Studios? Oh, Michael Bay. Michael Bay. We're reteaming them up. Yeah. It's oh. been a bit since Armageddon. Yeah. Uh, and whatever else they did together. But he's. we're really excited to be working together again. All right. Uh, I got to say, guys, I'm really proud to announce that this project with Lupita is going to be directed by <laughs> Alejandro Yodorovsky. Oh, wow. <laughs> Shit. That's a crazy one. That is. He already has a 7,000-page book that's got yeah. all the designs. Uh, David Allen Greer movie led by Tyler Perry. So good. That's great. <laughs> yes. That's money in the bank right that there. money in the bank. <sighs> all right. What's going to be our complicating factors this time? Please let it be the world is ending. <laughs> this one. Ooh, a major M. Night-style twist. Ooh. I'm going to be working with Lupita and Alejandro Jodorowsky on a film that is based on a cartoon character from television. Oh, geez. Okay. All right. So it is a all motion capture film directed by Tyler Perry. That's right. David Ellie Greer. <laughs> So, guys, we are flush with cash after the success of Thrice Bigelow, so we really right. can't afford... We can afford some really good motion capture. We got mocap, we got animated. Yes. Mm. Based on an animated based character. On, oh, it's live action. Yes. Oh, live action. Okay. Well, no, it doesn't have to be. It just oh, has to be based okay. on... okay. We have options, yes. is what I'm saying. Mm. So, Lupita... I, the thing is, Lupita's been doing mocap before. Mm. I don't really want to hide her. Okay. I think I have an idea. I'm getting, I'm getting it. <sighs> it's hard. I need to go into my hood. Major M Night style twist. Am I dis- am I disclosing the twist? You should disclose the twist to you guys. Yes. I can trust you won't right. yes. reveal it online. This is just being recorded for our archives. This is not uh, being public. Yeah.
can go ahead and start with mine. This is this actually works out for me because I've had a long time. This is kind of a passion project for me as well. The mm. cartoon character from television that we're going to be adapting into a film is the Trix Rabbit. And it's a, it's a, it's long been an idea of mine that the Trix Rabbit is a tragic character because those kids there's no good reason why those kids can't share the the cereal with him, right? Mm -hmm. He's going through this time and time again. They say tricks are for kids, silly rabbit. They're basically being assholes to him. It was something even my my son when he was 3 or 4, he noticed like why are those kids so mean to that rabbit? Mm -hmm. If I was one of those kids, I would I would help that rabbit. But no one is helping him. The tricks rabbit, mm -hmm. he might be a little too into tricks. Maybe he comes on a little too strong. Years go by. He's been seeing a therapist for a long time. Lupita plays his therapist. Mm -hmm. It's come to the point in his journey where she believes he needs to go and confront each of the kids mm -hmm. who tortured him years ago. And it's like a cross-country mission of revenge. All right. And she's with him, both helping him and enabling him, because maybe she's fallen in love with him, I think. Mm -hmm. But she's also trying to save him from himself and stop him from going too far. And inevitably, he will find that kid who's going to push him too far, a kid who's not repentant, a kid who's not apologetic, and the tricks rabbit might do something really dangerous. So oh, she's wow. with him kind of like she's trying to defuse a bomb the whole time. Okay. So that's the movie I'm picturing. And Alejandro just has some really crazy, trippy visuals he wants to bring to it. All right. The thing is, the Tricks Rabbit, he's addicted to tricks. And so he's going through withdrawals, and he's constantly having this reaction to sweets. So there's a lot of psychedelic imagery, and I think Alejandro is going to do a good job with that. Um, and the name of the movie is House Tricks. I like that. So yeah, there you go. Um, so this is a crossover movie. Um, this takes place in the early 90s. Uh, Medea is actually a actor in Hollywood, actress, on, I apologize, actress in Hollywood. Um, and one of her early movies is critiqued by men in film character, mm. David Allen Greer. Now, Medea hears that review, gets so angry that she wants to kill that person. And then she finds that this person isn't that bad after they meet and become friends. But that 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 involves a lot of uh, murderous threats, um, purse hitting <laughs> from Medea, and lots of prayer in church. You know, I actually just want, where do the mocap elements come into this? This is all animated. <laughs> 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 Boom! It's like wild card. <laughs> all no animated. No mocap. But <laughs> first animated film. <laughs> I, but is it like a photorealistic mocap of him as Medea and of yes. David Allen Greer as the guy? Which from... could have just been done. We could have just been filmed normally. We're just burning money after the success <laughs> of Bryce Bigelow. Just burning money. I like that. But they have dead eyes like uh, Polar Polar Express. <laughs> <laughs> the technology's not quite there yet. Well, there. I'm thinking it's a, it's a Tyler Perry movie, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I'm not saying anything against him, but surely he's not like a master of visual effects. So I would imagine whatever he would do with mocap would have kind of like a pleasant kind of like a ramshackle quality yeah, to yeah. it. You know, so. <laughs> I like that. And what's it called, did you say? Uh, Medea on Film. Medea on Film. Which is kind of a oh. men on film, Medea. Yeah. How's it going over there, Steve? I think I have an idea. All right, okay. Cool. <clears throat> so my film is called Engine 17. Mm -hmm. Oh. And um, basically what we're trying to do, I've always wanted to reboot the film Backdraft, Ron Howard's Backdraft. Oh, wow. And I think Michael Bay is the guy I'm going to do it with. Oh, shit. Um, we can make the fires bigger, the action louder, mm -hmm. and the explosions even greater. 
Even Bayer. Even Bayer. And the best part is that Steve, you know, he comes from a fire department career before he was an actor. So he can bring that to the role as like the elder statesman of the house. Mm -hmm. The film's called Engine 17, the house, the firehouse from Backdraft. Mm -hmm. Um, What we're doing is we're still solving a crime. There's these these fires that continue to happen, much like in Backdraft. But the M. Night twist is that Steven... The the, the 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 Kurt Russell character from Backdraft, uh-huh. the, the, the hero of Backdraft, actually did not die in Backdraft. Oh. And this is all the same universe, same engine house. Mm-hmm. He's actually the one doing these fires for it, the, 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 the engine house and his family, burying him alive and letting his legend die. Wow. So he comes back. He never was dead. So his brother Brian went on and was this huge heroic yeah. firefighter. <laughs> Meanwhile, Steven, he's just dead. Mm-hmm. He wasn't dead. He's alive. Damn. And he's setting fires. He's setting fires. He's an arsonist, mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. I like saying. this. And Steve Buscemi is our new hero. He's kind of the elder statesman of the house. We have a couple other people in mind to cast in like the younger, yeah. more sexy roles. Because mm-hmm. you got to have that in Bay films. There'd be a hot mm-hmm. girl in there as well. There has to be somebody <clears throat> that can have sex with Steve Buscemi watching. <laughs> or with Steve Buscemi on top of a fire engine. <laughs> while they're on a fire right. call. <laughs> we can explore those options. But... I, I just think it would really blow people's minds if, much like in Split, <laughs> Bruce Willis shows up in the end. I yeah. mean, do you think people would be ready to see Kurt Russell show up? People would fucking at faint. the end. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> Here's what I love about this the movie studio slate so far that we've seen, based on last season and this season, is that um, we seem to like these these properties that are crossovers and reboots. Yeah. You know, we've got Men on Film, we've got Medea, we've got a whole Deuce Bigelow universe yeah. building out. John, I got two letters for you. IP. The yeah, Biglaverse. The so, Biglaverse. Honestly, the Biglaverse has been good to Schmovie Studios. So let's see how our movies did. Did you have a name for Oh, Engine 17. Engine 17. I like that, man. Let's see how our movies did. The Ramekin of Destiny is yours, Steve. Ah, <laughs> <clears throat> oh, man. What? This is a bummer. So it almost seems like Bay kind of shot himself in the foot because it seems like he had his most critically beloved film to date mm-hmm. but we didn't really do well at the box office wow. oh, so cr- good with critics but no box office yeah, didn't well Dang. much like a pain and gain kind of thing good movie though great movie after I his really problems making Dune I really hope that Alejandro uh, had some success with this project so I'm hoping that he and Lupita so I could see those two making tons of movies together <laughs> I hope so all the creepy things he says comparing <laughs> women to oh, movies and... I forgot about that <clears throat> we'll see how How's Tricks? The story of the, the Tricks rabbit taking a, a course of revenge therapy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ah, this is directed at me. It says, I die penniless, but the movie is a cult classic. Nice. <laughs> so I can dry my tears on that. Cool. So a David Allen Greer led Tyler Perry movie that is animated. What happens to this? Your film is dumped in January and then immediately forgotten forever. Wow. That sounds about right. That sounds on so th- brand. This, this round hasn't been great for no, us This round hasn't been great for us. Do you think we can do a quick round to hopefully rebound? We, we've got some critical love. We've got some cult classic <laughs> yeah. love. Yeah. Um, I'm sure it'll find an audience ev- eventually. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. Maybe we should do a round where we just kind of combine our forces. All right. Let's just, oh. like, let's just each grab something and we'll just do it together. Oh, yeah. We'll each That'll grab... Work. Okay, so you I, pull the director, actor. Well, Steve, you, you still have the 
you got you're the, you brought the biggest hit that we've ever had to the mm. studio. So mm. I'm gonna let you choose which of the three. Oh you, man. You. Uh, I'll go with actor. All right. Well, let's get us started with uh, actor. All right. Let's actually. You know what? Don't say it. Let's I announce won't. them I in won't. quick succession. I won't. You pick the director. Prep. And I will pick. Don't announce it, Ronald. Don't announce it yet. We're going to... All right. So our next project that hopefully is going to pull us out of the ditch that we've gotten into with our last slate yeah. of projects. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's going to be... A biopic of a controversial figure. Interesting. Interesting. Directed by <laughs> Quentin Tarantino. Oh. This is, I, this is lining up perfect for us. Okay. Because our star is none other than John Goodman. Oh, oh shit! This could be exciting, guys. John Goodman with Tarantino playing a controversial historical figure. Mm. Oh, I. Oh, John Goodman is Harvey Weinstein. Holy fuck! Wait, oh. wait, wait, wait! Too soon? No, not soon. Let's not lean soon? into this. Okay, lean into it. Let's lean into this. I just was thinking, who's a big man who's a controversial yeah. figure? And that's, mm, the first, that's the first thought I had. Well, Tarantino's got to have some crazy spin on this, though. Yeah, He's, he knows he, the man personally. Right. Is it just the story of a creep, or do we actually tell the story of the rise of Weinstein? How far do we go back? Because do we need yeah. to cast... Can we can we um, age Goodman down enough? I think Goodman with short shorts and a little beanie on holding a lollipop. Yeah. <laughs> that'll be, <laughs> could play young Weinstein. I feel like Harvey Weinstein's <laughs> always looked 80. Yeah. So it's not yeah, it's not false. Yeah, he can like just remember Wienerville? He just have his Wienerville was a show on Nickelodeon where they had like little baby. Oh yes, with yes. The large heads. They yes. should yes. do that for him as a kid. So we'll do it like Wienerville. We'll get we'll get, we'll get Tarantino to do all the flashbacks like Wienerville. Yes. And um I kinda like the idea of it being like a, a assault revenge sort of film too where like his victims kind of figure out what is this become so surreal that it starts at the beginning of the me too movement Mm -hmm. and all this stuff and becomes more of that like revenge film revenge film do we rewrite how this could play out yeah i know this is strange coming from a studio that has put out a movie where a guy (laughs) himself with his own but is this in poor taste (laughs) it might be I think I feel like we we painted ourselves into a corner. <laughs> well, I mean, Tarantino seems like a guy who would bite off something. Oh, oh yeah. So maybe it's Certainly. like he killed Hitler. So I think yeah. he could have, you know, comeuppance for for Weinstein in the film. Yeah. But is that in and of itself? Is it still in poor taste? Is it still too soon? I don't think so. You don't think so? It's not hashtag too soon. No, I think I think there has to be some revenge. What's it called? What does he call it? He's already making a movie called like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood or something right now. Yes. So this would not be called that. Mm, the many. Ooh, the, the, the many. The many. I like it. Yeah, man. I like it. The many. The many. The many. Like who's coming after him? The many. The many he has victimized. The many. Stu Stu Studio Boss. No, I don't know. <laughs> 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 Sorry, let me laugh so hard at that. Damn it! It's maybe a title forthcoming. Yeah, but could, working it, title is the many. Yeah, yeah, okay. Because it could just be called like Weinstein. It could be, but 
that Quentin Tarantino revenge aspect of it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's find out how it did. Oh, shoot. Our In Poor Taste Weinstein biopic, directed by Quentin Tarantino, starring John Goodman. Netflix buys the film mm. and releases it secretly to virtually no fanfare. It will remain unclear if anyone has ever watched it. That <laughs> one of the downsides of the Netflix yes, model. So kind of lost in the kind of bit us on the ass. But but it's kind of like a sweet move on Netflix's part to yeah. show like, hey, he was the guy. Yeah. And now we're kind of the guy putting out his biopic. Yeah, that's true. You know that platform. So what happens to Tarantino that puts him in the position where Netflix is buying his next movie? Sounds like the troubled production, guys. It does. I mean, it Tarantino does. got himself caught up in a little bit of stuff himself. Yeah. Maybe it comes back up a little late in the production. Maybe there's protests. Yeah. I'm just glad that we don't have a recording revealing which of us was the one that thought of this whole Weinstein angle. <laughs> it's a good thing it does not Because it could there. be a real career ender. This could become like a two-person studio. Right. <laughs> if it got out. But it, it's, we're good. Don't worry about it. Well, guys, I want to say it's been fun running a movie studio with been. you here at Schmovie Studios. And playing the Schmovie Studios movie game. Mm. See? It kind of rolls off once you it know. Does. It has been a lot of fun. Once you group it like that. <laughs> this is an interesting studio. We're going to have a, a, a great range of films mm -hmm. from a lot of great directors. There's probably people out there that want us to get away from the Deuce Bigelow-related projects. And we will. And we will. The Bigelowverse? Yeah. In yeah. time. I like that. <laughs> we try to like get on this the best own. the best part the what you you know your your analogy to new line that, yeah, that's yeah. really what we will become right. we'll have our lord of the rings one day okay just <laughs> give us some time price. yeah <laughs> uh okay. so yeah episode 217 is done it's done though we'll be we'll do this game again that was fun yeah. oh yeah uh good idea movie, ronald movie com, facebook.com slash movie and whatever podcast service you choose to listen on, we should be there. If you listen to us on any of those, please re uh, review it or rate it, whatever you can do to help us. Let us know how we're doing and let people know that I think we're pretty decent podcasts. Yeah. You know? yeah. And we have a lot of fun doing it, so hopefully that comes off. So let us know like what you think and, and hopefully, or if there's ways we can improve it. You can let us know that too. Yeah. Please. Um, Both as a podcast and as a movie studio. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, we're also taking submission. It was still a working title. The many. So if you have yes. ideas, if you yeah. want to, if you want to be included <laughs> in that possible controversy, mm -hmm. you know, let us know. Uh, but yeah, thanks for listening. And as always, you've made our day. Thanks. Bye.